you play trading card games? Of course you do. That's why you're listening to slash watching this thing. If you want to save money on your trading card purchases, we have a promo link uh, over at 50cards.shop. Enter the promo code at night to get 5% off your order. Hey everybody, welcome to Scrubbed Out at Round 5, your weekly Vanguard podcast. Uh, I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Root Beer. And uh, code. We're, we're talking about uh, our BRO experiences over the last uh, weekend. It's true. Because it happened, and we were all there. Uh, Somehow. Yeah. So if you guys remember from uh, Springfest, where I uh, kept a journal, I had all three of us do it this time. So we're each going to talk about our experience round by round. Um and then at the end, we're going to show each, show each other our deck list. And I recommend watching this on YouTube uh, to you audio listeners because our deck list is going to be like on the screen. Yeah. So uh, good. Okay. I, yeah. I might I might not be able to find my deck list, so I might just have to like show my desk with like my cards splayed out. If you really have to, that's fine. But like I I looked in my search history um, and like mm. search like because you, you can do like deck log and all the. That's things true. will pop up and then just start checking them. That's how it worked out for me. Um, but I guess I'll go first since I had the least you amount of time. were there the least. I was there the least. Um, I I should preface this by saying that I knew I wasn't going to make it all the way to the end, even if I made it all the way to the end, because I had a comedy show that night. But also, I suck. So, you know, moot yeah. point. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I won't spoil what happened in your first round, but imagine having that happen to you. Yeah. So uh, let's get to it. First off, I, I played Tachikaze, uh, and I was in for a total of three rounds. So in the first round, I was up against uh, Eradicator, Narukami. So this was like a this was the thing that people were afraid of because uh, they have lots of ways to disrupt your board in the middle of uh, battle phase. And also keep an eye on our channel for... Uh, Friday. Um, and here's what happened. So first off, this is the first time this has happened to me ever. And that is, we both got the overtrigger on the same turn. And it was the first turn. Nice. He attacks with Vanguard, gets overtrigger. I take overtrigger on damage. Very cool. So... Very skilled gameplay. The turn just continued as normal, right? <laughs> You're like, okay, so we just pretend it didn't happen. He's like, yeah, attack again with Vanguard. I'm like, no guard, you know. Um, so it started off rough for me where he was like, I didn't have a fast enough like early offense to like put him up against the wall. So I, I it was off to a rough start, um, and he was you know binding a lot of cards early. Uh, but I managed to get back some of it with uh, Gluttony Neveros because I kept enough cards in the hand to like really, mm -hmm. you know, push them toward the end. Here's the thing, though: um, the way time works is that uh, they go, "All right, you have uh, you have ten minutes." Like a judge pops up in the VRO thing, goes, "You guys have ten minutes left." Um, and when he came back after the ten minutes, I thought it did the you know zero one two three thing. No. It turns out that uh, at the end of those 10 minutes, yep. they just 
they look. And um, the problem was when the judge shows up, showed up, uh, I had just taken my fifth damage. He was also at five damage. Um, I had enough to prevent myself from taking that fifth damage at that but moment. But you didn't know. I didn't know that the zero, like how the zero, one, two, three thing worked in that sense. Where like I thought it was, just, they just give you the zero, one, two, three. Those three things happen, and then that's it. Right. It's Ten minutes. Also zero, one, two, three. Oh, you guys are both tied. You both lose. So, um, so double loss. Uh, and it, and the worst part is I could have won by perfect darting maybe 10 seconds before mm-hmm. so uh that good. yeah that and like narukami is a bad matchup for tachikaze so i wasn't expecting to win necessarily but i just felt bad uh round two was uh against overlord so okay. i i felt pretty good about that kagero isn't too much of a problem um so started off good i got into five by uh on, on turn three because i went first uh, he goes, he rides the X Legion, like the Legion, not just the, the V. Yeah, that's, their, that's, that's, that's their play. Yeah. So he is, he strides on me and I have two heels and a perfect garden hand. I'm like, I think I can do this. I can withstand all of the, you know, all of the, the restands. You fool. And I literally said on the second swing, I go over trigger to pass. Guess what happened? <laughs> you fool. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then because this is Overlord, you know, Force 2, a bunch of other stuff that gives your Vanguard crit. He took me from 2 to 6. Um, and that was one of those, like, I Beetlejuice to the Overtrigger. Yep. <laughs> Overtrigger to pass. Oh, really, you said? <laughs> so... Because I was X2, I was like, I might as well drop, but I also came to play Vanguard. And I and like I You didn't go anywhere. Shit. Yeah, I moved all my shit to the kitchen. I did go grocery shopping after that, but I didn't want to do that. So I stayed for one more round. Play against Gold Paladin. Um he had the G assist on turn one, so that started off good. Uh and then I just killed him on turn three with uh Spino Driver and all that stuff. Nice. That's it. That was my that was my BRO experience, uh, which is vastly contrary to what happened at Springfest. Fair enough. <laughs> yep. So, uh, didn't start off too good. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll wait, I'll wait till the like very end for us to show deck lists. Um, who's okay. next? <laughs> uh, do you want me to go, Rubir? Yeah, go for it. I guess. Sure. Oh. So I was playing um, Spike Brothers. Uh, a list that uh, Proof put a lot of work into, and I, I looked at a bunch. And so uh, I was playing the Galley version with a spicy tech that I'll kind of talk about in my round one. Mm-hmm. Round one, I played against Mention Police. Um, he was playing, uh, I think, uh, I don't know if, I, I think the cards were not great, uh, like Kaisard and stuff like that. Like, so great, so I, uh, great, I go, for, I win the die roll, I believe. And then he goes on his grade two turn. He like just slams three Kaiser on the table. Okay. It's like attack, attack, attack with three Kaiser. So I like guard. I like quick shield one. You know, like normal shit, and like take double damage. No big deal. And then on my turn, I ride Rising Nova and go into Greed on Bull Spike to uh, push pretty hard there. So 
I push him to four. Um, he goes into Geoma Glass, gets a heal. Um, but uh, I always at two, and I just no guarded Geoma Glass because it only had two crit from its skill or mm -hmm. two like two crit total. And I was like, just no guard. And he didn't he didn't really check anything. And I went to four, and then I went to Galley, and he got one trigger, but uh, wasn't wasn't enough to live. Uh, was one card short. Basically, had a PG that made him not be able to live. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the G Guardian for Dimension Police was kind of scary there, but I got the win. Which one? Uh, the, the the one that adds two grade threes back to your hand. Oh yeah, yeah, that thing's real annoying. That's the new one, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The premium collection one. Mm -hmm. Round two, I played mm -hmm. against Grand Blue, um, uh, Beatrice, of course. Uh, so the person had some reason in their deck, uh, checking the deck log. So I kind of uh, rewrote on grade two, um, okay. just to kind of give myself a little bit more going on. Um, they rode up, and then I so I strode galley first, and they three to pass my galley swing, and I hit the over trigger. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, and that's I, and that's like an extra 10k and a crit one, right? Yep, Not the yeah, that's right. Yeah. I was playing the dark six yeah. over trigger, yeah, and he was not excited about that one. Uh, he went into bad bounty, night rose, like full combo, night storm or night mist, bad bounty, night rose, full combo. And oh, I, I lived with one card in hand. So I had a four-card hand and going into his last two swings. I had uh, Draw PG, Davy, the Stride Crit, and Recusal Hate. <laughs> what? So I PG discarding Davy. Yeah. Then discarded Recusal Hate with one card in hand to not have to discard. Oh, my God. On the last, um, on the last Skull Dragon. Good job. Yeah. So nice. I live with only Lynette in hand, and he's at four damage. So I draw a second stride crit for turn, ditch stride crit to stride verminous. Okay. And then call the stride crit to the fourth circle. And nice. Go, and go attack with verminous, 38, two crit vanguard, has to guard. Attack with stride crit, 14k, two crit vanguard, has to guard. On guarding that attack, activate verminous, draw a card, call another thing, attack again. Draw a card, call another thing, attack again. And eventually he was just unable to guard that's really funny. <laughs> nice. I was half expecting you to be like, "All right, I, I went into Dirty Picaro." Called I don't even have that card. We have that card in my G zone. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even know if it was a thing anymore or not. So round three, I played against Nightmare Dolls, and this is where kind of like me not playing a lot uh, kind of gotten me into trouble. So Nightmare Dolls is really, really annoying. Um, mm. I he went first and did the ride down play with Chelsea, so okay. I was forced to ride up and did greet on. I ended up getting the the over trigger really early, which was pretty good. But um, and so I, I pushed him to like four dam like four damage pretty early, and I was like just trying to push. Or no, I didn't know not four damage. This was a different game. Sorry. Uh, no, no, no. Um, I did push to four because I was just kind of like just going for it, basically, just trying to kick their teeth in. And uh, he what was really messed up is on the Dark Lord Princess turn they healed back down to two. They hit the, double heal. Double heal. That's the worst. Yeah. And I'm just like, all right. And I managed to live through it, even though there's a million Alice attacks. Um, and then uh, he lives with, he ends up living through my galley turn with one card in hand. But I think I made a misplay where I should have called uh, Bracky to, uh, to make one larger column rather than two smaller attacks. Okay. Uh, I was 
Basing on the number of cards in hand, I was if he didn't get a trigger on damage, he was like guaranteed dead to this way, but this played around a trigger on damage. Well, I don't know about guaranteed, but like needed like, you know, a lot. Uh anyways, I should have uh I should have thought about that, I think. Uh at least consider the option. Mm-hmm. And then round four I played against Highlander, um, Bermuda Triangle. Uh the person seemed unfamiliar. Uh they went I went sec- I got I went second. They Went into uh, Kutire and bounced it with Aqua. Searched for Sandy, I believe. Um, and then they rode. They rode get grade three and found two grade threes off their drive checks. They searched for a Nesca at some point. I don't remember what. I don't remember when that was. I think it was on my turn. But I just That's... rode Galley and murdered them. <laughs> I was going to say, as somebody unfamiliar with Highlander, uh, yeah, sure. we sat down and they were like, "Oh, I haven't played against new spikes," and I'm like, "Oh no, good. All right, <laughs> then I'm going to kill you." <laughs> yeah. And then round five was my camera match, and why I forgot to stride. Oh no! Could, could you go into a little bit more detail about that? Like what happened in the early game? I mean, it, nothing. My opponent was playing Royals. Okay. So they just rode, they just rode Jewel Knights and drew cards. Yeah. Okay. No, but I mean, like, how did you forget forgot to stride? stride? Yeah. Uh, I was too deep in the tank. Part of the problem with playing a deck that requires more than three brain cells is that sometimes you're just too deep in the tank and thinking about your turn in order to remember to do basic game mechanics. Hmm. Sounds about right. So was it you started doing main phase stuff and you were like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. And then I looked at my Vanguard and I'm like, hold on a minute. Yeah. But either way, uh, I just kind of conceded the game after that. Well, I didn't concede. I just no-guarded everything. Uh, But it's what it is. And then I dropped after that round. Hmm. All right. And then I stayed in the longest, even though I had arguably the worst deck. So, round one, I was playing against Narukami, it was Vanquisher, and I made the mistake of calling cards. Wait, first, what were you using? I, I was playing some, like, Copas Andre deck, we'll show it at the end. Okay. But yeah, I was playing Bermuda Triangle, and so my first round was against Vanquisher, pretty standard list, and I made the mistake of calling cards. Gotcha. And, you know, that's about it. Uh, round two, I played against... Dark Irregulars, so I did not open a grade 2, and the game just kind of spiraled downward from there, and my opponent was trying very hard to help me, because they were playing the Amon grade 1 that lets you, like, put a card from hand to soul Uh. and draw one, so they were, like, actively helping me look for a grade 2, and I still couldn't find it. Dang. So I just had to kind of, like, ride another grade 1, and then draw using that one girl that can, like, soul blast 3. Hmm. And then I finally, and then like the next turn, I drew all my aquas. But like, oh, like I at once. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I had nothing else in hand to make like a good early game, so the game just kind of spiraled downward. Okay. From there, so I lost that uh, round three. I played against Angel Feather, and I checked the over trigger on turn two, and the game spiraled downward from there, but in the other direction. Mm-hmm. Because the lyrical over trigger is, is just amazing. plus ten k yeah. to your board for it's the rest good. of the game. It's pretty you know, good. It's kind of good. Is uh, was it the was it the Angel Geese guy that got in the top sixteen, or was this just like regular Angel? Feather? No, this was just like Gavriel. So okay, uh, they were playing two of. This was a weird list. Do you play like the old Gavriel with the stride effect still? Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, I I, I did ask my friend Dakota. He's the only one yeah. I know. Who Although they did survive a lot longer than I wanted them to, because they 
apparently just had like three heal guards in hand during my first stride turn, so they just kept G guarding. Oh, and Angel Feather's got fucking dope G guards too. Yeah, and Look. I was see, my concern the whole time was that he was gonna go into that stride that lets you lose at eight damage and like stall the game out because Anjay is like really bad at maintaining advantage because of Heltrauda, but they like never did that and just kept making subpar turns. So I was like. That's the, the the purple hair girl is their win con though. It's supposed to be you survive till then, go into that, and then every attack rips out your entire hand because it's like X door, based on number. Who has the time? Yeah, no, he just made. Yeah, he was being like really salty at the start too because he lost to some weird royal paladin deck. So like he just played that matchup really badly, plus over trigger. So like, oh yeah, the, I feel like they so could have made a comeback, but they just never like did anything yeah and then i think round four i played against schwartz chilled what no no way link no joker way. no yeah no way i played against i no played shot. against schwartz chilled i have the deck code okay show, show it like if you want to show it now you're welcome to yeah like, hang no on shot. i'm trying to like find no shot there's there's no way because like and Schwarzschild Dragon was. It, I don't it, even remember what V Schwarzschild does. If me neither. Exists. Yeah, I could I not mean, tell you. While I'm looking for this, I'm just going to say the game did not last very long because I just check triggers like every round. Oh, okay. <laughs> there we go. I found it. Yeah. Let's let me share my screen really quickly. All right. Um, because like this thing. First off, Lynch Joker isn't really like a problem. Yeah, uh, but yes, okay, I'm not so... joking. This man was actually playing Schwarzschild Dragon. Freeze Ray in 2022, the year of our Lord. I feel like yeah. that's the only way Link Joker can really do stuff is Freeze Freeze Ray. Like sure, you have to use not. that to. Yeah, curve. No, they were like actually playing this deck. This is cursed. This is you know crazy. What? That's funny though. What was their yeah. like? You know, big play exactly. I have no idea because the game didn't go that long. Yeah, I just... like strode and triple triggered them, and oh, they just yeah. died. Okay, that's, a, well, that's what we call skilled. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, there was a really funny thing where because they were using like the old ride line version of Gravity Ball, mm -hmm. uh, they rode Zirconium, locked a card from the top of my deck, and then went into the Gravity Collapse using uh, Gravity Ball. So that was kind of cool. Okay. Wait, I gotta go back and, I, and look then, at Gravity Ball. Yeah. In hindsight, I misplayed it a bit, because I was like, I didn't want them to get the on-hit and ride up to Schwarzschild early. So okay. I, like, used the heal guard instead of going... Because uh, the Gravity... Uh, gravity collapse was yeah. The gravity collapse was fifteen k. So I'm like, if I call, if I guard using a trigger, then that's a one pass, and I don't want to risk it. But it was one of those like, in hindsight, if the game had gone longer, like not having the heal guard meant I couldn't do as much stuff for g guarding and the like. But you know, the game just didn't go that long. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. And then round five, I was supposed to play like Nubatama Hanzo, but like they didn't show up, so that was just a buy. Bummer. And then round six, I played against Night Rose and lost despite having every possible advantage. Yeah, you said so, that in the chat, and I didn't really know what you meant at the time. Yeah, so they G assisted for grade one, they succeeded. 
right. then you know I I finally started like a good opening hand, so I went with like the Lisa Lot rush. Then they like started attacking rear guards, which is where I first started misplaying. I think I should have committed some. I didn't want to commit the stride crits just in case because I only had the one grade three in my hand. So I like kind of let it go, but that meant that I didn't have counter blast, which isn't a huge deal because I don't need counter blast early, but it meant I couldn't keep pressuring them while they were low on cards. So, you know, since it's grand blue, they just keep like gaining resources as the game goes on. So, you know, I like lost out my pressure early by not guarding my rear guards and then they kind of came back and, you know, beat me. And also, they like put a Hanali on board, and I was stuck on Tirua, so that wasn't fun either. And I think I misplayed my stride turn. In hind, like I went into Olivia, which was in hindsight not very good, and like you know, I paid for an extra attack that I couldn't make because of Hanali. So I think I probably should have just used the Anjay stride instead, like bounced everything back to his hand and just started drawing cards to survive. So yeah, I just played. I paid all my having opponent. every possible advantage. I just paid my opponents to not call Hanalee. This, this is a joke, but uh, people <laughs> had it in their deck and then just didn't yeah. call it. Yeah. Oh, also, I like got a bunch of trigger checks on him early, but like on grade three, he like heal guarded my vanguards on the restand. So, and then I did not get another crit. So you know, not skilled. <laughs> yeah, people don't. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I have a lot of opponents who have like one Honolulu in their deck that mm -hmm. can like search for it, like Highlander Bermuda, who just didn't bother going like getting for it, and then the Grand Blue player didn't bother dumping it either. Strange. Yeah. So now yeah. my opponent was actually like pretty smart about how they played their deck. You I know, had a weird. They... Sorry, God. Yeah, they like you know they made the correct decision of like attacking my rear guards, denying me damage. You know. Mm -hmm. They put the Hanali on the board, so I think they did everything right. I just, like, played my side of it really badly and lost because of it. That happens. I did do a lot of work in playing a round of Cannoneer. Mm -hmm. um, my Grand Blue opponent natural milled the Cannoneer off of, like, Greed Shade, and I'm just like, very nice. <laughs> Great. It's there. It's yeah. Nice. And they're playing one. They're, playing, they're always playing one, right? Yeah. And Why I would like, you need to? Right. right? Also, I think every single card in Grand Blue is like way over, like so good. Like every single one of their like rear guards is like insane. And even the cards that like you would think would be stable for us, like oh, we'll play two. Yeah, like they're playing two Greed Shade, and that card's nuts. Mm -hmm. It's because you can you can find anything anytime. Columbard and Greed Shade. Yeah, and they're only playing like two or three Columbard. That's the worst part. Mm-hmm. But they ride it every game. Every single time. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, not not a banner year for us. Uh, Richard wasn't there. Uh, a, lot, a lot of my other friends just didn't bother. <laughs> so. I had an okay time. I uh, I just basically wanted to stop yeah. because of my huge mistake. Uh, I thought I was playing okay for, I don't know. Also, my setup looked super clean. Oh, yeah. Nice. I, I saw that part. That was... I wasn't really watching the stream just because I wanted breathing time between matches. That's fair. But, uh, yeah, I like I like the angle I had. I like the... Uh, I don't know. No one said anything about my mat despite it not being pretty sure official, so I'm going to keep running it. <laughs> 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 uh, 
they're like you're the only person I've seen with. Like, I was talking with uh, John Chaden and others afterward, and they were basically like, "You're the only person I've seen with a spell ground on stream." <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's just like generic enough that no one asked any questions. Pretty much, it's like, oh, whatever. I I had ours the the one from uh, yeah. So I had a Gavriel mat that, in hindsight, was too small. It doesn't have any like license stuff on it, so like I didn't think it'd be a huge deal. Yeah, the the, the only thing on mine was uh, like our little logo that Hal made for us on mm -hmm. the side there. So Hal had a rough event, huh? Yeah, yeah. He, I think he, he got hit with like the over trigger game three and dropped. Mm -hmm. No, I think he stayed in for a long time. I looked on oh. the the standings and he was like two and four. Yeah. Oh, okay. Him and uh, she devil gaming was there for a long time too. She she hung out I think near the end. Um, yeah. yeah, I didn't want to play nine rounds of that. It was going to be like midnight when it was over, and I was like, oh, I'm good. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to go vibe and play Live Alive. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, I go would have been down to like keep going, but like after a while, I was just tired. Yeah, I, I did kind of regret like dropping when I did, just because like, that was such a good round of the Gold Paladin guy, and... I just really didn't want to go grocery shopping. Like, I was just walking around to Ralph's being like, oh, damn it, I could be playing Vanguard right now. <laughs> like, um, and actually, in the Ralph's is where uh, Rootbeard told us about the Schwarzschild thing, like, right after it happened. So I'm standing in the liquor aisle of this Ralph's just laughing my ass off. Yeah. And the, the I would have been so and down like, for okay, losing nice. to that deck, but the universe decided that I would get three crits that game. The Chaos Universe decided. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, Matt, if you if it wasn't on stream, would you have stayed a little longer? You think, or I don't know. I think I was gonna drop. I think if it was early enough for X two, I was like not really that confident. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. if it was if I if I had lost a round later, I probably would have stayed in. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's kind of where I'm at. Makes yeah. sense. Um, so I guess uh, now would be the time for us to do like trying to sort of deck profiles um i think what i'm going to do is i'll have it on the episode here and then i'll make a point of like separating them and then having them just be videos also yeah uh, so uh card by card all that good stuff uh i guess i'll go first um sure screen There we go. Better? Yep. Good? All right. Um, okay, so my my Tachi list here is pretty similar to the one I ran at Springfest. Um, so a big change was, you know, Spino Driver's still here. Barrel Tops is something I added instead of the... Uh, I keep forgetting his name. The guy that... The thing that looks like Gaia but isn't Gaia that goes oh. into Stall and gives your manager a crit. Um so after a couple times at Springfest where I didn't want to have to ride it or ride a Heal Guardian, I started running two copies of Barrel Tops, which, uh, you know, on play, if you have an Ancient Dragon, you get to draw a card and he gets 5k. So if you call it mid-battle phase, it can hit 22 on its own on an XL2 circle. It hits 17, and then, like, with any booster, it's hitting force numbers. Um, and even if you have to ride it, it's still, like, a draw two, kind of like Spino Driver is. Um 
So I, I just thought it was a pretty good option. And indeed, that did turn out to be the case where it helped me survive against the Narukami guy. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so I, I think this turned out to be a good choice. I don't think it's going to stay once we get like Spinal Driver Reverse in a few weeks. But Fair uh, enough. Yeah, pretty pretty good card at the time. Um, Reggio Don, uh, the Cat were, were pretty straightforward. I did change from four Megarex to two Megarex to Spino Driver, and I think this turned out to be the wrong decision. You mean Spino I, Extort? Spino Extort. Wrong Spino, yes. Spino Extort, this guy, the Drain 2. I think he's not that great. Yeah. Um, I just like the idea of retiring a Regiodon or a Blue Sprint and calling two things instead of one. But that's never how it goes down. Yeah. Um, it seems like it, it seems like something that'll come up a fair, a, like a, enough, and then it just doesn't. Especially yeah. since you're playing sweeper, any mm -hmm. extra gauge is probably going there and not on one of those units. Yeah. So, it, so this ended up being the wrong decision. It didn't end up hurting me all that much because I don't. I think I only saw it once in all of the three games. It was either damaged <laughs> or gauged or so. But just in the future, I think I'm just going back to four Megarex. Um, That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Megarex I think Megarex is just too good. Mm -hmm. um, this is this is something I often uh, get people giving me the side eye for. So running sweeper in not anger blader um I, I i i'm not so i'm if you're gonna go in on sweeper why only three so it's not necessarily going in on sweeper because it, it's less for shooting for that magic three and then uh just keeping it on board it's more for uh a it allows you to be aggressive early uh with a savage shooter where you go draw call him he's okay. got one swing now he's hitting 19 so that's hitting over a trigger on damage and then later he can just be like a presence on board uh but also and again i know we just talked about this you can if you know that your opponent's going after him attack with him he gets his gauge and then attack with spino extort kill him and then call the thing that was under it <laughs> this is what i was thinking of at the time but otherwise it's mostly just like um also neveros uh fuel because yeah. it mostly just stays there, so you can just poop at it. I wonder if this is. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't. I don't like this as much as Merc, but I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, so it kind of fulfills the same <laughs> role as Savage Mercenary. Um, I just really hated drawing Savage Mercenaries my grade three and not being able to G assist, but also you can't write it. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean, just yeah. just skill issue, etc. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, th this one I know is kind of a controversial pick, but it worked out pretty well for me. So yeah. Um, you know, Archbird, all that seems pretty straightforward. Raven Terum uh, came back in after previously being gone at uh, Springfest. It's because I needed counter charge, and I realized there wasn't really a way to do it that's not incredibly, like, clunky. Yeah. Um, it had Gorge also sometimes relevant. Yes. Uh, Geoconda, the Soul Blast 2 on Flip 2 is like, ugh. Not it's, it. Yeah, not it. Uh, the little purple guy that, like, when he's killed, you can counter charge, soul charge. We have like, also two. garbage. Yeah, it, 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 it. This just is the best option, and I hate yep. that it's the best option, but it is. Um, it's just too damn flexible. This I'm thing. I'm surprised you were on. Uh, sorry. I, no, go ahead. Sorry. Comment. I'm surprised you were on four prison bird and three blue sprint. I think four blue sprints like really hard to move off of. Uh, I I was at that. Um, between the the two tournaments, but I ended up going back to three blue sprint because I had 
the Barber's Law problem of having too many blue sprints at once and being like, it's a hard one's return. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So I, I, I switched it to 4.3 and it worked out fine. Well, I guess with 4 Megarex, it's less of a problem because you can just call it early and eat, me- eat it with Megarex. Yeah, so you get through you get through them faster. Yeah, also true. Um, so I think if I go back to four megahertz, I might be able to go back to four three the other other way. Mm-hmm. Um, this thing saved my butt several that times. Thing's good. That thing's good. Yeah, uh, good. little Tyranno. Um, so there's like typically you run either two of this thing or two of Baby Camaro, which can search a specific grade one from deck when it's killed. Uh, this just allows you to check top four call two. Um, it allowed me to make more out of less, um, especially against the Narakami guy where I was, you know, coming from behind. Um, I called this off of like a blue sprint, and then I had the other one in hand. So because I ate both, and he gave me so much counter blast, I was able to just like poop out an entire new board off of nothing. Yep. Um, so this thing is fantastic. I think the. Like Baby Camara does justify its existence if you choose to run the uh, the great the engorge PG that bounces itself. I think you need that and Honolulu. Yeah, um, that and then sometimes the Paris lamp or whatever his name is, where you can like rest and put three gauge under him. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you can like it's like an almost one Nevros fuel thing. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think like th- those do have merit, but this just turned out to be the better option, I think, for this particular meta where Narakami is, and is running around. Um, Fair enough. Triggers two are pretty stands. What two stands? Yeah, discuss the two uh, seal of magnum. Um, most people play three to four. So I wanted uh, more aggression with extra crit, like having five crit. Um, which is also why I did the Dragon Empire OT instead of the vanilla one, which a lot of Tachi builds tend to do. Yeah. Um, Sela Magnum is more for... Uh, but the loop! I don't... I'm not a fan of the loop. I'm not a fan of loops in general. Um, it's a pretty... It's a pretty easy loop to demonstrate, luckily. It is. Yeah. So you're like, all my regards are infinite power. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's just not my cup of tea, so um, that that's why. And it, you know, it it didn't really turn out to be super relevant. I think there was one game where I ended up having to like eat one, but most of them were either gauged on damage, that kind of thing. Um, Fair enough. So I don't I don't think it really ended up being a factor. You gauge uh, thing a lot. Yeah, um, th- the three actual PG to one crit PG again for the aggression factor. I've liked the two two split a lot. Two two. Yeah, but I understand. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I think uh, having three, you know, turned out would have saved my butt if I was uh, more aware of the of the time rulings. <laughs> Fair um, enough. Yeah, but that's that for the G zone. Uh, we have so two of this guy, the new guy. Um, I th- I used this once against the Kagero, um, against the Kagero guy. And it works pretty good. The only problem is you don't really have nearly as much hand advantage. Mm-hmm. And I think that might have ended up costing me the game because maybe I could have drawn a PG and maybe survived his uh, OT restand. Maybe. Um, I see. Yeah. I think after this, I'm going to cut it to one because I don't think you're ever going into this twice. Um, right. Yeah. New new G-Guard, just straight power creeps, uh, <laughs> blockade Ganga. 
Um, this never came up. Nebrosa 2 was fine. I think... Uh, what's his I favorite? think I would just play OG Dogma over Dynast. <laughs> Dynast has been helpful in um, like games with friends, but that's neither here nor there. Like again, it never came up, so it, it, there's yeah. not really a fair enough. Yeah, I, I I know a lot of um, a lot of people tend to just run one Dynast just so you can like on a late turn like recall your whole board after you kill it all. Unless Wait, the, doesn't it have to flip itself? No, you flip anything. Um, no. Nope. Oh, it is. Oh no, because it, it's not so much that it's um. Like you can just do endorge in that GB. Oh, I see. Without yeah. having to do this, yeah. I see. Uh, so that's why. Uh, Neberos being based as always. That card's uh, pretty good. Yeah. The GB8, which I almost never use. Same. This this is literally for Link Joker and nothing else. You have seven G guards. Um. Yeah. No, you have six. No six. Six. Yeah. Two. Three, oh, you have an SP five, one. Six. Yeah, I was like, "Why was are you like... playing two? Why are you playing one of this?" No, no, and then, no, no I see. Oh, this thing was hilarious, um, especially against. Good. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I did make the mistake of against the Narukami guy doing Spino Driver's effect, which then allowed him to capitalize on that with the new Narukami stride that just didn't for a reopen front row. Exterminate, yeah. Yeah, yeah don't you love how Narukami just has answers for every scenario, like. You yeah. commit a board, they punish you with stun verse. You don't commit a board, they punish you with exterminate. Yeah, mm -hmm. you, I mean, you pick your poison, right? <clears throat> right, but I also could have like made it easier on myself by not creating more board for him, for me not to have. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. You have to, you have to play the guy at devastates. You have no choice. Even like you rarely started that card, but it, it comes up yeah. just enough. I now feel you... like, and this might be a hot take. Yeah, I feel like that you only need one of the new stride. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think I think that's what's going to happen. I think um, I'm cutting it into one and putting it back up to three Nebaros. Or I like that. Cut it to one. Cut this, which I mostly use for flip fodder, but also those rare times where you have two mm -hmm. or more. Um, it comes up. Also, comes the up. fact that it gauges without like taking a million cards out of your deck is also pretty nice. Yes, that is also uh, a that you can do. Very relevant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um. Dismal because sometimes, you know, they yeah. Can... I mean, I think yeah. Tachi has to play it. Mm -hmm. Um, this is mostly flip fodder for uh bullish primer, but I'm surprised you're not playing any don uh blockade ganga. I mean, this just kind of does its job, it's the same thing you kill things and it gets shield for them. That's true. It, it's, really... a, it's it's what? vaguely different, but yeah, no, I get it. I think what uh. Like I feel like if I'm gonna bring Black Gate Ganga back, it'd be like a one-one split. Or yeah, that's fair. Maybe. I think that one's probably better. Uh, I don't know. Hmm. I haven't played enough with the new one yet. I do have four though somewhere. <laughs> yeah. So that that was pretty much uh, my my deck list. And for if you're watching this just by itself, leave a like, leave a comment, tell me. Uh, are you running anything similar? All that good stuff. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So, I so that's go, mine. So I suppose I'll go next. Keep the order the same here. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to share a... Uh, win How do I share a window? So it's share like screen. share screen. Oh, I found it. Yeah. And, and then, then I got to add it to 
Go over to your deck list. Just go over to the window with this, this one. There here. it is. Yeah. All right. So I was playing Spikes on uh, deck name 03 Drop. Which did not <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot to call mine uh, Watch Nexus. I called mine Watch Nexus at night and uh, then sucked with it. So that's cool. Uh, right. So uh, this is a list that uh, Proof put a lot of work into, probably more than me. Uh, I, I, I got, I mean, he and I basically reached the same shell. Uh, then he was like, we talked about Daisy a lot. And then, you know, there was some extra text, you know, like <laughs> you're say. But, but I cannot thank Proof enough for the work he's put into this deck. And so uh, the big thing uh, in this was, so obviously you're centered around Rising Nova, who is an incredible grade three to have in, a de in any deck, really. Like the fact that you get both a Force 1 and Force 2, obviously insane. Um, and you have this grade three lineup. So Bull Spike and um, Greedon gives you a one CB play to do uh, when, on your write-up turn um, with, any, with Ambush Dexter and any random grade three. So it's pretty nice just to be able to have both of these things or the access to this. I play two bull spike just because it's the more important piece. Because even if Greedon is somehow gone, you can still do loose for a plus bull, bull spike with two CB uh, okay. for something else, right? So you still have like a play to do on your write up turn. Uh, it's a little less good than I think than the Greedon one, but still something you can do. And the reason I like Greedon uh, plus bull spike is that bull spike has the ability to move markers. So that you can put the force markers on Van and then have Bull Spike pull them off, which sets you up for your galley turn in the next turn. So okay. um, it just ends up at the best end board. Um, the great twos here, um, I mean, this card is really important in that it countercharges, which comes up actually all the time. And you basically abuse this card a lot just to make sure that you have more CB than it looks like you have. And so you can do a lot with like one or two CB just because you can keep spamming this card. Yeah, I, I noticed that, like, so Living Proof put up, like, a combo video a couple days before the event, yeah. and he was just, like, going through every, like, every other card came back to Lucifer. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and so we'll, we'll talk more about that in a second. Uh, this card is the is a new card that came for Spikes, Agile Pullback. Mm -hmm. uh, it can attack from the back row center slot. Um, uh, it, and it, so it, when it's placed there, it can attack from the back row. If it's placed by card ability, it gets plus 10k. So it's a 20k attacker from the back row. On galley turn, it turns into a 30k attacker from the back row. Nice. It's just an absolutely massive rear guard and a really important one to have access to, which is why why we play the full four. Okay. Uh, because it, it fulfills a unique role that is un, unmatched by any other card in the deck. The fact that it can attack from the back row and it ends up with uh, a lot of setups with uh, with ambush decks here. Mm -hmm. um, we play four Davy and three Rona. Both of these cards kind of fulfill very similar roles. Uh, Davy has an extra one where it can call uh, Daisy, and then you can go Daisy into Lucifer, but then Lucifer will go away at the end of the turn. So you kind of have to, but you can still use it to get extra attacks later down the line. Um, but these two, these two cards kind of do the same things. For a while, it was like on 4-2, 4-3, like these numbers bounce around quite a bit. But mm -hmm. usually you want 4 Davy for sure, because you want to make sure you have, ult uh, you want to make sure that you have more Dudley names, just in case. And then the three Rona, which sometimes is better because it has boost naturally uh, instead of relying on Galley to give a boost. I see. And then two Bracky because it has kind of the most replaceable role. Um, in the most replaceable, there. like it, it's just a big attacker in the front row. It's oh okay, you can, no, like... nothing too special, right? Yeah, yeah. I was choosing to play one rec uh, one recusal hate, um, just because I wanted to have a split of PGs. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's definitely an argument to play 
the recusal hate was a really early adaptation and one that I just kind of stayed with. There's a argument to play like Liar Lips or something like that, the 30k shield. Yeah. Um the one the one with the amazing abs that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 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 So I think Liar Lips is also pretty good. Um I just didn't choose to play it here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played three Acrobat Verity because I want to find enough grade threes, specifically Rising. <clears throat> I'm not playing any uh, G Verity. Um, to search specifically Rising, right? Right. I'm just playing Acrobat uh, just because yeah. it's a better card in pound for pound. Mm-hmm. I'm playing four Ambush Dexter. It's important to every. It's important to almost virtually every combo line. Um, it is un, uncuttable. It, it, you have to play more of this card. I see. Uh, I'm playing this starter because it comes SP and the other one does not. <laughs> yeah. Mecha Trainer doesn't yeah. like that's all he would talk about in testing when we were testing was I need <laughs> yeah and then the uh, other the other the only other relevant card here is Mecha Instructor which uh, is another way to set up combo plays so what you'll usually do is if you've seen proof videos which I highly recommend to check out if you're interested in this deck at all uh, you would bu- you use Mecha Instructor to bind Ambush Dexter Ambush Dexter gets called back by Mecha Instructor you eat any grade two rear guard. Call Agile fullback in the back center. Call like Bracky and like one of the f- front centers, and then put uh, Dexter on the Excel rear guard, and you have three attacks out of this one column. Excel? What do you mean? Or oh, sorry, on the four circles. Uh, okay. So that he's like twenty-eight with a crit, and then you have two thirty k attacks off of mm-hmm. uh, uh, just an, a Mecha Instructor column in a random grade two. And you were playing the uh, the Dark States OT just for that like Vanguard pressure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Checking this is pretty good. Um, it basically forces your opponent to write up sometimes. Uh, if you check it hella early, mm-hmm. uh, it, your opponent just has to write up for grade three. They just can't grade to you anymore. Yeah. Um, so it, I think it's just generally nice. Um, and the crit's not bad either. And it it, it, it it came up in, like I said, one of my games where it's just my Vanguard having an extra crit was really big. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, it's... It's it's probably pretty small, but I think the Dark States one slightly is slightly better to me. All right, so the G deck is pretty straightforward. I play three Galley. Um, you might need two usually, but like you know, you just play three just to in case you need like flip up one or whatever. Uh, this is kind of the star of the deck. This is the new spicy card. I like this card a lot. It's so sick. It also gives your rear guards boost for some reason. This is kind of a throwaway <laughs> line of text that comes up sometimes. Uh, uh, then this card has was really good. This card is like the fact that it draws a card. I definitely well, I underestimated I on a, heard. I would I definitely underestimated on a G guard. Like yeah. oftentimes I'd use this would be a thirty five k shield draw card. Yeah, that's pretty. It's nice. really strong. Yeah, and for a counter boss one, which is pretty pretty good. And I definitely like would use. <laughs> I definitely use this and drew another heal, and I was just like, dang. That's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, sweet! Another G guard. <laughs> Uh, this card did win me a game. I did, uh, it's nice to play one, uh, just because you end up with a whole bunch of soul. And, what, what's uh, the what's his deal again? So whenever one a rear guard attack with, on a force marker does not hit, you soul blast two, turn up car, turn up a card from your G zone, draw a card, then call a card from hand to rear. Oh yeah, it doesn't call the open rear, so you just keep calling on the same rear guard. Nice. You just keep battling. Uh, I played this. I never once went into it. Never had any intention to go into it. Uh, this card sucks, but you know, maybe maybe there's a world in which I I tried this thing. Hmm. Uh, also, never went into this, but you know, it, it's a fact. It's pretty good, actually. I can definitely see a world where I would stride this, but it did not happen this event. I remember uh, when that came out. That was like your their like main playmaker for like I don't really have a thing to do. Like I don't have yeah. the combo set up. Yeah, I mean, 
Yeah, that ha that happened a lot back when you were relying on uh, you know this guy. Yeah, Galley um, Galley kind of fulfills that role now, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Three three Linus, um, just in case you draw a billion heals, mm -hmm. uh, and you can just kind of storm your way to GB a million. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I played two of this just because this card can pull from Soul, which is oh. pretty pretty relevant. Um, uh, why does this say power plus ten thousand? Anyways. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, soul or drop to bottom of deck, right? Uh, yeah, soul or drop to bottom of deck. Okay. And so being able to pull certain cards that get stuck in your soul, like especially if you're out of Lucifer's or whatever, mm -hmm. uh, is really, really, really important. Uh, <laughs> uh, and this card I never once drew because <laughs> I don't want to. Um, <laughs> but it's but yeah, there. Yeah, the G-Zone's not okay. terribly interesting. Mostly we're just relying on Galley and just trying to do cool Galley things. Is I'm there sorry. anything you would have changed between, like... The day and uh, like I said, uh, I there's a lot of things I think I think about running over like a lot of like the so the basically the cards that are worth changing in this deck are like one of the like here he, so the Greedons, the Bull Spikes, the uh, Brackies are like the main cards that you can change and maybe like cutting one of he maybe one Agile, maybe one Rorna, um, but like. You don't have a lot of space to work with, but mm -hmm. there's definitely a lot of tech. Oh, and maybe the, you can shave acrobats. And there's definitely a lot of tech cards or or like draw engine stuff that, like, there's definitely a lot of things that I would consider running. Mm -hmm. But it's, I don't know. Th this time I just kind of played the. I don't know. Have your cake uh, and eat it too, because the same because the the rising greed on thing happened before premium collection. Um, yeah, because you because you spikes didn't have a first stride, so you had to do something. Yeah, um, and then now even like you've somehow managed to do that anime thing where the the guy makes a new deck and then he combines his old deck with his new deck and it works perfectly. <laughs> I mean, like I said, it's a lot. It's a lot of them. A lot of it's uh, most of it's proof. So uh, I I don't want to like fine proofs the anime protagonist. Whatever. That's right. No proof <laughs> is a hundred percent the anime protagonist. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I don't know what I would change. Uh, I think the list is pretty fun. Um, it's, def it's definitely not easy because um, you have a lot of setup to do and you need to make sure that you set up your board properly going into galley. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it's pretty easy to get units stuck in places where you don't want them. I see. Uh, <laughs> you know, kind of like behind Vanguard, say, or whatever. So you really have to like process like what... Like what? What your attack order is going to be like? Well, before you start putting stuff down. Um. But yeah. Um. Sweet deck. Yeah. I, I mean, I like Spike Scott in the top eight. I think both in Asia and in Europe. If I had that right. I think that's true. The, yeah. yeah that's the one right. in Europe. Europe was playing Juggernaut Maximum, which I don't like. But you know, they were I, they were, they were playing the Liar Lips, which is why I thought of it. Mm -hmm. uh, which is why I think Liar Lips is pretty interesting. I can see it. Mm -hmm. Um. What am I going to say? Oh, this deck's also pretty cheap. I think the only expensive card in the deck is uh, Rising Nova, which is like 15 bucks. I think the rest of it's like pennies. Yeah, I, I know Green on is because like I, I pulled an SP one like forever ago and it's still sitting in my binder. And it's, Whoa, like, give it's it to not... me. Deal. You want it? I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dang, do I want an SP Green on? I was thinking about that for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Uh, yeah, leave a like, leave a comment. Uh, tell us what you think. And uh, yeah, hold on, we still on one more. Oh yeah, yeah. And subscribe <sighs> to Living Proof. 
Oh yeah, yeah. please subscribe uh, to Living Proof. Someone who is proof much is smarter than us. Go. Long, long time friend uh, has been on this show when, like, you know, we've been absent or, yeah, just all around great guy. Subscribe. He was here for our first video about over triggers. That's true. It was. All right. Root beer. Please end my suffering. Explain I, everything. What are these? I've never even seen these cards before. What's going on here? Yeah, Root beer well, idols. Love the name. I mean, I would probably change it to please end me if I were to name the deck right now. But uh, as you can see right here, this these cards in the middle are the only reason why I'm playing this deck. Are those SPs? Yes. They're, they're all were... different kinds of SPs, too. Very Interesting. Nice. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I was playing this weird-ass Anjay list. So I have four copies of Anjay, three copies of Tira, because I didn't want... I was kind of expecting Mega Colony was still going to be around, and it was, although I didn't play any. So Tira is like... The ride you go for when you're under Gradora. Hold on. You have three different Tiroa SPs? Yes. That is incredible. Continue. <laughs> I, so at the time, this was like at the end of V, so these cards... Uh, Andre was expensive because I guess she's nice, but like the Tiroa SPs were all super cheap when I bought them, so I'm like, alright, sure. I'll just... So I bought the swimsuit versions of every boss card that I was playing. So I have one for Andre, I have one for Vert, and I have an SP for, for Pacifica that I bought from James, and then Tira, I just have the three different SPs. That's so that nice. is the only reason I'm playing this deck. Very nice. What's that card over there to the right? It looks familiar. Gee, I wonder what this card is. <laughs> so yeah, one of the techs I decided on was Hop and Stellar Melty, a card from Lyricals. Because okay, this is not a tech. This is four copies. That's yeah. just... It's yeah, in this, the deck. This, was a, this was a decision that I had made because okay. <laughs> when I was playing, because this card tells you to discard three cards before you attack. That's true. Okay. Yeah, so, or before you drive check. So I was just like, dang, I have no card advantage. I need a way to draw cards. And I was like thinking and thinking, and I was looking through all of like the regular Bermuda cards, like nothing is solving my problem. Oh yeah, this thing exists. So I, I put four copies of it in my deck. From playing Kyrie, I do like this card a lot. Yeah, what does it do? I think it's I a good card. And so when it's placed on rear during your main phase, you counterblast one, you call a card, and if you call something, you draw. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you have to call something, I think, grade less than your Vanguard, but, like, who cares? Less than or equal to. Yeah, because you're on grade so, yeah. two already, so whatever. Yeah. So you basically so, yeah, call something like... This was like the one original thing I came up with for this deck. I was like, hey, wait a minute. Melty exists. It's pretty hey, you know what? At least it's better than Spino Extort. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it did come up a couple of times. Like I called it against Narukami, which was a mistake because I was playing against Narukami. Mm -hmm. And then Aqua honestly kind of disappointed me. Like There were a lot of times where I drew Aqua and had nothing else in my hand to bounce back with it. Well, the creepy Dang. wept fingers. I can't, dude. Like... <laughs> So it was just a situation where it's like, I would much rather be right, like, I don't want to ride Melty, because she's only on rear guard, but that means I have to ride Aqua, and then her her ability just kind of fizzles out, because it's like, man, since it doesn't have a cost, it's just mandatory, and if I have nothing on my board, then it just blanks. Oof. Yeah, and then I also have three copies of Lot because I needed to fit a lot of different things into my deck, and... So I had to cut something, and I thought Lizalot was 
more cuttable than Aqua because Aqua does bounce a card to hand to like set up the mechanic. All right, but you can I, call Lazelot at grade one and bet ride Aqua at grade two and bounce Lazelot. Yeah, see, this is where one of the mistakes came in because only having three Lazelot meant I never drew it. Ah, uh, yeah, that'll happen. Barber's Law didn't come in uh, come in handy this time. <laughs> no, you have to be playing like two. You can't you can't be playing three. Three right. three's too middle ground. Yeah. Yeah. And then I have two copies of Spica because more attacks. Mm-hmm. That is the only thing I have to say about that card. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is the only this... Bermuda card I know from sight. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Everything else looks the same to me. Yeah. I will always remember Spica. Please make a V Spica that can bounce things. Please. No. Please, Bushiroad. <laughs> hey, you know what? They'll probably do that the same day they come out with a V Crayon Tiger. Good freaking luck. Uh, yeah. So, and then this grade one is uh, Mikita. So it's. Sold last one or more cards, it gets Plower plus 5,000, Shield plus 5,000 for each one sold last. If you sold last three or more, you can draw a card. So this one is like kind of a tech. I'm only playing two copies. So I wanted the Shield value because I already figured that my deck does not have a lot of card advantage hmm. because so many things in it discard, so I just need bigger Shields. And then this can also sometimes draw me a card. Uh, it does conflict a bit with Heldrauda because Heldrauda seems to have every single cost humanly possible attached to her. That's true. <laughs> like the more I play with this card, the less I like it. In this right. in this specific deck, anyways. Counterblast, Soul Blast, Discarder card, pay yeah. life points, tap <laughs> mana, uh, uh, pay your tax attorney, all that good stuff. Yeah. This was another silly decision. So, because Andre was my main ride, I figure like, okay, this card like Andre gets me force markers, so this is like a 13k booster and a 15k shield. And because I don't draw a lot of cards, that might be relevant. Uh, Was it? I ended up in a lot of situations where I could not set up Andre's effect early, so I did not have enough force markers for it, mm. because I had just always lost the die roll. Well, that's unfortunate. Or, or when I ruin the die roll, I don't have a grade 2 and can't ride to grade 3 on time. I'm still upset about that. Uh, two heal guards because I couldn't find my other two draw PGs and I don't own the crit sentinels. So Fair this enough. is what kind of made me have to compromise some parts of my deck list. Otherwise, I'd have the fourth Lee's a lot. So, wait, uh, so in a perfect world, you have a fourth Lee's a lot and maybe probably just like three, probably like the three draws because this deck really needs to draw cards and then mm-hmm. maybe just the one sentinel. Okay. Because like, a one-card PG does come in handy when your deck constantly has no cards in its hand. Yeah. Uh, so, Spiana was counter-charging because the G-Guard counter-blasts, Heltrauda counter-blasts, Andre counter-blasts, at least some of your rear guards counter-blasts if I end up using Spica or Melty. So, I was like, alright. Between heal guardians, because I can afford to call them and bounce them back to my hand, Discarding copies of Anje or Tira for striding, this card should be live a decent amount of times. That ended up not being true. Uh, so what this card does is, like, when it's placed, you return a card with the same card name as a grade 3 on van or rear from your drop zone, and if you return the card, countercharge. Uh, my line of thinking was not correct. This deck... You're going to notice that this deck list is just going to be me talking shit about the deck list for most of it. Please do not play this deck list. I think that... This this might be my like my favorite version of a deck list because normally a deck list is somebody going like all right here's a list they don't even have to own the cards necessarily and mm-hmm. you're just being like okay this is what you shouldn't be playing you're basically the dare of Vanguard right now 
Yeah. So, it's interesting to see like how how you know good ideas can go wrong, right? Or like your idea mm-hmm. can like not pan out. I think that's I think that's valuable. It is. Yeah. Um, also, like being working with the resources you have on you because you had to mm-hmm. use like card cards. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted this for the counter charge because I was looking through all the Bermuda cards and I was like, I need something to offset. The fact that I'm counterblasting three for any particular turn. Mm. Plus, like, the G-Guard has to counterblast two. So that was what I went with because I'm like, all right, this can recycle Tiruas to call off Anjay. I can also recycle Heal Guardians if it comes to it, which I think was relevant when we were testing, but not in any actual games mm. at BRO. But I, So I wanted to like this card more than I did, and there were times like when I was testing where it would come up and it felt really impactful because like, all right, I got the counter charge ready, but you know, it just relies on me drawing multiple copies of the same grade three. Hmm. So this is one of those cards where like, if the deck had more cohesive tools, like I could search out grade threes more consistently, or I could bounce cards to my hand for a lower cost. I think this card would be more impactful just because I would have those duplicate grade threes to work with, but because I don't, Mm. And then, of course, three copies of Sedna because I think I needed to cut a grade one, and for some reason, I decided the Pufferfish Girl was a good idea. I'm pretty sure I only played this card because I find the art highly amusing. It is very amusing. It is pretty yeah. funny. Her hair's going crazy. Yeah, but they're just making the same face. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and then SP Shizuku. Fair yeah. enough. <laughs> SP starters are cool. Where's your SP starter Atlas? I'm sorry, I think I missed it. <laughs> I, that's for great nature. I, I've, uh... I, ha- I have to talk to you, SP starter. Where's yours? Yeah. Otherwise, for the trigger lineup, so mostly standard. The only thing is, like, I am playing the one copy of Crook because extra attacks and it's free. I just mm-hmm. have to remember my harmony columns, which I did forget once, but I was able to fix it because I went full combo that turn. Nice. Nice. Good save. Yeah, and you're playing Although, the over trigger. That was the game where I like missed my grade two ride. So even though I went full combo, and it did felt like a it felt like a good back and forth. Regardless, like I enjoyed that game. It was just like damn, just barely not good enough. <laughs> yeah, and then for the strides, four copies of Heltrauda because what the hell else am I playing in this deck? I'm not going back to old harmony cards, or maybe I am. What, what does Heltrauda do? So on attack, discard three cards. Uh, return all cards on all circles other than Vanguard to your hand, and then you can call two cards from hand to rear. Uh, at the end of that battle, you can counterblast one, soul blast one, return it to the G zone, and stand one of your rear or stand one of your vanguards. I wish the costs on this were flipped. There were so many times where I had really awkward hands, and I'm like. I, it really sucks having to throw away, like, two crits and a PG because that's all I can afford to get rid of if I want to also have an offensive turn. Yeah. Can I just say I'm so glad that you are not playing the Tiru Estride? Somebody was on camera, I think it was the Riviera player, and they went into Tiru Us twice and were just like, but why? Yeah. Which, funny thing, I was, like, thinking of something to, like, have. Uh, what is the... Olivia, let's all look at it later. Is Olivia just I'm, better? <laughs> for this deck, yes. Olivia's actually like still low-key pretty good. If this wasn't G- GB, it doesn't have GB on it, but it needs the card face up. Yeah. So yeah, Olivia's actually like a really strong combo still because 
turns out Olivia Spica is just still good, and if you combine that with the Tira Grade 3, you can just get a lot of attacks. Mm-hmm. So that was actually my preferred play a lot of the time, was going into Olivia. I just... There were times where I couldn't, because I didn't have a card face-up. Tragic. Uh, I have the one copy of Anje. I didn't go into it. There were times where I should have when I could, and I didn't, and that was a mistake. But yeah, this card just kind of... It fills up space in the G-Zone, and sometimes you actually just need to draw cards. Like, Hmm. you can't make other plays. Makes sense. And the the very, very rare Link Choker matchup. Well, Heltrata bounces cards, not... Units, so oh, it's cards that. too. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, so you can actually just unlock your board with Heltrada. Nice. Okay. They don't have yeah, Heltrada's big problem is that this list that I have can't afford the discards. I think there are de- decks that can afford it, like Highlander or Pacifica, and I wish I played Pacifica instead. I think while it was the Pacifica list looks kind of similar to this, but like I feel like I could more confidently make my plays when I was doing it. Have you considered uh, not having Twitter decide what deck you're playing? Yeah. We keep telling you, you don't have to let other people like decide well, for yourself. Like, see, that's the thing, is like I wanted to play this deck anyways. But that's like because the original reason I switched into Pacifica was that I thought I wasn't gonna get any copies of this. It turns out the person that or the shit, the shop that I was buying this from on TCG Player, they only had two copies of it, not four, and two was what I was testing anyway, so I'm like, oh, I can actually go and make uh, the deck list that I was originally testing, and so I pivoted back into this, which I kind of regret. Ah, What are you going to do? I I just love the idea of, like, us being like, you know, if I I had to do it all over again, I'd play this, and then you're just like, if I had to do it all over again, I'd play a completely different deck list. Yeah, and then... (laughs) I have a copy of the GB8 because I don't own Megiddo. Fair. Anyways, for G cards, I have two of the new one. This card theoretically does things, but I never got a chance to use it. Somebody oh. started on me and then died the same turn they or somebody used it on me, did the uh did the plus five K and then uh died anyway. Yeah, that'll happen. So Again, this card, this deck doesn't have any good like defensive bounce targets. Like <laughs> returning this to the hand because I don't have three force markers very often to get, but I usually have two. So bouncing back this grade one can give me like a fifteen k shield. That's, That's pretty nice. Uh, and yeah, there's nothing else like any triggers that got stuck because of Lee's a lot. I could bounce back with it, but. I don't know. This list that I'm running just didn't have any impactful bounce targets for this card to really go off with. Yeah. And also, if I go into the Andre full combo, sometimes the only card on my board is a Tirua. No Kutir. Uh, yeah, I decided not to run Kutir. Well, you can't, because you're not Highlander. Yeah. Despite I mean, all your one of SPs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 also, another thing I didn't really stop to consider was that Heltrauda and Tier, uh, Anjay don't go together very well, because for you to go off completely with Anjay, you need to have four things to bounce. Mm-hmm. And if you use Heltrauda, you're only going to have two. Just call two Lizalots. I mean, she's a hard once per turn, so... Oh, never mind, just kidding. Yeah, All right, so... call one Lizalot and... Uh, <laughs> I got nothing. Yeah. See, so that was one of my problems was like, 
I would use Heltra to go back into Andre. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. How do I make Andre work? And I look at my opponent's board and I'm like, damn, I have to give you cards back. I'm pretty sure this is what contributed to me losing to Dark Irregulars was I had to bounce back a crit. So they were able to stride using it and they went into Blader Mouse and returned their entire soul's worth of triggers into their deck. Yeah, that's pretty good. So, yeah. Anyways, uh, Citron, I'm playing two of these because I did not have, like, a Megiddo to only play 5G guards with, so... Uh, I got three minutes of my life wasted by that card. Yeah, so that could call something mid-battle phase not impactful in this deck. Again, I feel like I was designing for Pacifica where I had some kind of vision for the deck, and then I played this instead where my vision was extremely lacking. <laughs> uh, one copy of Sandy, because Sandy is just big. And then one Leona, just because it bounces stuff back from hand, so you can get some utility off of it. Though This one, if you bounce something back, it is mandatory that you have to call something back, and it gets the 5 shield if it's the same name. Wait, is so, it mandatory? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, when placed, choose one of your rear guards. Return it. To, you may return it. If you do, choose a card from your hand. So, the if you bounce it, calling back is mandatory. Damn, I don't know if you could fail to find. Yeah. So, you know, and then if it's the same card name, and then you know, four copies of Olivia because Olivia is just good. Yeah. She do have a crit. Mm-hmm. Which didn't end up being super relevant, although, like, because this is a force deck, she can just randomly be, like, 50k with a crit if you boost it. That's true. That's pretty funny. So, yeah, like, coming away from this list, I was, like, very disappointed. It's funny, because, like, I came out of our testing when we were just playing the night before, feeling like this deck was okay. And then I actually went into BRO, and it just kept bricking left and right. And I'm like, damn, I regret all of my life decisions right now. The night before, I felt awful. And then I started playing, and it was okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't the have the, the Pacifica list I would have played handy, but, like, I wish I had gone into that. I feel like, while my while the end result would have probably been very similar, I think I would have just felt better about the deck. Hmm. Um, well, if you guys want to see that Pacifica list, leave a comment down below. Do you like it? All that good stuff. Leave a like. Mm -hmm. uh, like that deck has even more random two ofs because there are so many good cards that I want to put in the deck and I don't know how to make space for it. Mm -hmm. Um, what was the thing you have? Oh yeah, for for my list, I think my list worked fine. It's mm -hmm. just that the over trigger can go eat all of the lemons and uh, die, die a horrible, vicious death. Whoa! <laughs> you have to be positive, Atlas. <laughs> no, oh, God. Like, yeah. So we we already made made our freaking opinion known on Twitter. Everybody's pissed off again because everybody was reminded. I really hope this just goes the way of uh, what's it called? We sure uh, hope so. But this is now my third time making a video about the over trigger. Mm -hmm. You should play Once. this card. It's pretty cool. It it looks cool. <laughs> All right. Um, so how was, how was everyone else's, uh, BRO's, BRO you experience? want to talk about, like, the topping lists? Because I do kind of want to talk about some of the topping lists. Whoa. Fuck it. It's going to be like a, do we want to speed through it or what? I mean, 
Look, I want to talk about a couple of the topping lists because they're relevant to me specifically. Fine, go. <laughs> so, one was, like, the topping Rivier list. So, that one's just really funny because of, like, what it could potentially do. Uh, give me a sec to pull up the list. I think I have the code for it. I dislike how that player kept going into Tarua. Mm-hmm. I missed and a like, lot of this because I was and doing nothing. Tarua was a vanilla stride every time. <laughs> what? He just didn't have three things to return to restand? It has to. I mean, yeah. Well, he couldn't afford to. Yep. So. Do that to be Cho'o's? No, they just returns anything. That's okay. why you play it. Oh, but it gets power if they're Cho'o's. Got to go. Yeah. Yeah, no, Anyways. they just didn't restand. Okay, that makes it really bad then. But yeah, I want to talk. Uh, I'm sharing my screen, by the way, Atlas. That's fine. Um, dang it. Sorry, I'm doing a different thing. There we go. Yeah, I just want to talk about this deck because of how funny the combo is. Did he ever pull off, like, the full combo? Yes, in both semifinals and finals. Somebody explain the combo to me. Okay, so you see this grade 2 here. So she has an act ability. Put this card into soul. Choose a card from your hand and discard it. If your vanguard is mermaid idol, the grade 1... Then search your deck for Super Idol, the grade 2, and ride it. Okay. So this lets you ride up early. Okay. So you're going to... So that means, like, you know, when your opponent's at grade 0, you're going to be at grade 2. You know, they go to grade 1, then you go up to grade 3. So because of how the stride rules work, while they're still on grade 2, what you can do is you can stride Heltrauda on top of Rivier... And then, you know, you go do Heltrauda things, you ride back down to the Grade 3 Rivier, and then that also lets you re-ride your Vanguard to attack again. So you ride back down to Grade 2. What? <laughs> so you Are get you to like serious? But yes, the full combo is you ride up to Grade 3 early, stride, then, ri- then re-stand your Vanguard twice, and ride back down to Grade 2. Wow, that's, uh, that's really funny. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they did the combo twice. Like I said, semifinals, they like stomp their <laughs> opponent. But they kept going into Tirua. Like, if you look at their G zone, they just kept going into the Tirua stride. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like a GB3 at the end of the battle of the deck. Like, choose three of your rear guards, bottom deck them, restand it, and it gets drive minus two. So, you do play this card because it's a generic restander, but it's like. If he didn't restand with this, I have no idea why. Yeah, no, I, you'd have to watch the bot, but like, I thought that was weird. They but, ended uh, up getting second, right? Yeah, they ended up getting second. Yeah, they, they got lost, second because they lost the finals despite doing the combo. Yeah, but that's the only reason I wanted to talk about this deck is just because that com- that full combo is like really, really funny. Okay, I think they won against. Or they were okay against dolls because the doll, like, they did two damage to Nightmare Dolls early, right? Mm-hmm. But Nightmare Doll's second damage was the over trigger. So oh. they kept him at one counter blast, so they couldn't do double uh, Alice Loop. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty That's like funny. using the OT against them. So. Yeah. And then the other top 16 list I want to talk about is Battle Sisters because I said that they were unplayable in when we were doing our V Clan collection review, and I was wrong. That's right. There's one OTT in there. Yeah. Yeah. The game that they lost, they got pretty unlucky. They had drawn two of their Amatros. Oh. 
Yeah, but and yeah. Like, just didn't have. I just want to say, it. like, I'm sorry. I called Battle Sisters unable. I didn't think about it at all. I was wrong. Yeah, we had we so, had a, a Susana list in Asia Oceania, and this was in North America, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I remember when we were talking about it, just like on our bonus show next patreon.com slash next at night uh, we were talking yeah. about like how do you beat night rose because protect gifts and uh this is how you beat night rose so when it attacks uh if you look at your deck by a card ability this turn it gets 5k and you can soul blast upgrade three and block sentinels so okay. instead of going for Iji tom you go for this with Iji kashima your opponent can't sentinel they also can't call grade zeros and four and uh, g guard so like, how do they guard it? That's pretty yeah. funny. So, yeah, that's... I'm pretty sure that's what the win con is. Although, mm -hmm. yeah, they're on four Ichikashima, three of the Happiness Dragon, and two Momos. And yeah, the Momos... Vanilla LT. Like OT. Yep. Yeah. Uh, because I think, like, the drive checks aren't that crazy. I think you actually just want the 100 million power, because if you're just going to stop your opponent from calling, like, Sentinels anyways... Oh, yeah. Yes, that makes sense. Alright, yeah. Yeah, and then they're play they're playing a split of crit sentinels and draws, which when I was thinking about the list, I was thinking of just going full crit sentinels, but I guess they decided otherwise. And I wanted to actually play Battle Sisters and V just for the heck of it, because I forgot my Royal Paladin starter, although I'm trying to correct that. I don't have heal guards, which is bumming me out a little bit. It is nice to have some access to some amount of PGs. I think, yeah. oh, the other thing that this person lost when they lost in Top Cut is that their opponent drew three natural pre-PGs. Like, un, un, like, invisible. Like, not off drive checks. Just naturally drew. Oh, so, so they were like, all right, we got him, and it's like, so not only, another one! So not yeah. only was this person out of two Amatross really early, they their opponent also had just had three PGs. Which That's is kind really of a, unfortunate. Kind of just a loose condition for you. Yeah, and then it looks like instead of playing whatever, like... Instead of playing the generic grade three searcher, they play this card where you can like soul blast one instead of discarding. Yeah, that's a cool list. I believe yeah. this person's in proof court as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Good on, like, good on this person for like because OTT is very like, interesting uh, that they're playing the o the uh, battle sister crit. I don't remember what this one does. Oh, so it's it's two. Two. Yeah, that's a, that it, is important. The, I also wondered about that when I first saw it. It's you put mm -hmm. it back in deck. Uh, it gives your Vanguard red text oracle, meaning five or more cards. And then when it attacks, counter charge two. Yep. So you can go. All right, put this. Put a crit back in deck, and then give. Your yeah. No, both of those things out seem like pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah it, I assume they're they're just playing the one like battle sister crit, just because it. I don't know if anything needed the name, so I'm just going to assume that they didn't have a third one of the stride crit. No, they're already capped out on sentinels. No, the stride crit. Stride crit. Oh, yeah, because they're only yeah, playing two stride crit and one vanilla crit, so I'm just going to assume that they didn't have the third one. Unless they I don't wanted think... a battle sister name for some reason, but yeah, I can't reasonable. think of anything that needs a battle sister name. Uh, I don't think so. This one only cares about like units mm -hmm. for like her call ability. I don't know that's super relevant, but yeah, it could just be for like the battle sister name because they are playing a decent number of like non names. But I do agree with you that's probably just they didn't have they. Couldn't find a third yeah. crit or something. And then Calico, because duh. Uh, <laughs> as for the yeah. G guards, Amatera three Amaterasu, because that's like the only good one we have. Mm -hmm. uh, the Battle Sister one, I think, just says draw a card. I think that card's pretty good. Yeah. I think the Battle Sister one's pretty good. Uh, no, you just, oh yeah, it does. Re 
yeah, draw a card and then check your top deck so you can like stack on your turn a bit and then like pure copium. <laughs> I, I never saw that card happen. It was only always the other two. What yep. what, what does that one do? That's the uh, new this one. one. Yeah, so like you choose two grades from zero to three, declare them, reveal your top card. If the top card is any of the revealed cards, it gets shield plus fifteen. I do want to make a comment about this card. Let's scroll back up to the deck really quick. Okay, sure. Look at the so if you've already activated Calico, your deck is incredibly low on grade threes, right? Yes. Meaning that choosing not three is a pretty safe option. Mm-hmm. That you can just pick like zero and you know, zero and two, say, or zero yeah. and one, whichever happens to be more convenient. Mm-hmm. Like zero and one probably, but like you're pretty likely to hit. Yeah. Like once you've activated Calico, right? Mm-hmm. But it does also add the. Oh, so yeah. If the revealed, if you get the reveal card right, you can draw it and then also gets fifteen k mm-hmm. shield. But so... I do, I, I do think this deck is constructed in a way where this card's a mm-hmm. bit more likely to work. Yes. Right. Okay. So yeah, this is just a super cool deck list. I re- I think it's really cool. I like uh, it. And then the rest of the Battle Sister cards are all just stuff that gain power. Fair. Yeah, some of them are very... Some of them have always been staples, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, they think this one doubles your trigger powers. Uh, this one, yeah, you just gain 10k for checking a trigger, so all of this just... Uh, this one stacks your top deck, it gains 5k. Okay. I what half of them do is do- stack your top deck and get 5k. Yeah. Uh, that's also what the Grade 2 does, aside from the Sentinel Restrict. I think this one searches for a Grade 3. Yep. And also and, gets 5k. Yeah, and then this one just gains 10k. So, yep. all of the actual battle sisters are just big. Um, but, yeah. Sorry, what? So, uh, yeah, no, I just wanted to, like, highlight that one because I really like OTT, and it's really been a while since I've, like, thought about the clan, so... You know, dope. since Bermuda kind of disappointed me, I might go back to OTT since we're, like, somewhat relevant. Go for it. Uh, before we go, I, I wanted to bring up uh, Fuzzy Paradox's always fantastic pie charts of the <laughs> nice <laughs> of the um, of the top eights because not only is he quick about it, it's just like visually pleasing. Um, so first, I guess I'd bring up. Uh, sorry, not that one. North America. So ours, we had a top sixteen because there were so many people. Um, and this is pretty freaking varied. Three Bermuda, two Dimension Police, two Order Colony, two Narukami, two Gears, which is uh, interesting. I don't think it was Order Colony. It was like Shieldfisher Colony and Machinings. Oh, interesting. Okay, so... Which I need to look at the Machining list, because that one, I'm like, wow. Because yeah. I saw it, I think Machinings was also the version of Mega Colony that topped like EU or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll get to that in a sec. Uh... Pale Moon, Genesis, Grand Blue, OTT, and Angel Feather, which I think was Angel Gize, I, mm-hmm. if I remember. That right. deck's pure copium. <laughs> but I love the, the the amount of variety we have. Like even even with this, like the only one that the most amount you have is like a little under a quarter for one deck. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. Never mind the other. So the one that wasn't like Shield Fisher, I think, was like some sort some sort of weird dark face deck. Oh. Okay, that's fine, because um, uh, Gridora Stride is completely balanced. Yeah. Oh, I, I know a deck it was. What? That, uh, it was uh, Nikki, uh, Nikki mm-hmm. Goldman on. Oh. Uh, I think it was Cradle Mega yeah. Colony. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. He said, "I th- I think there was yeah, some it was. yeah, it was Cradle Mega Colony." I'm sorry, I got that wrong. It wasn't Shieldfisher Mega Colony. It was Flagberg. 
I see. No, okay, the well, other this, person... this one's Shield Fisher because you can see it in the graphic. Yeah. Yeah. So the person who topped with Meg Colony here is Peter. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was playing Shield Fisher for sure. Yeah. No, I was talking about NA. I think the other one was uh, Flagbird Colony. Uh, no, uh, Peter also topped NA. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So he, it was <laughs> oh, wait, him both no, he didn't. No, sorry. Oh. No, he didn't. He did not top NA. He topped Yeah, because I see uh, Hal is asking for the Mega Colony list and. Fuzzy Paradox sent a list for Flagbird Colony. Oh, my yeah. bad, my bad. Yeah, that one's true. Sorry, right, I was so thinking that, yeah. We have, uh, it, it's a, a, a whole lot of Narukami. It's a whole lot of Narukami in the EU, and some of it is uh, Vanquisher, some of it is uh, Panther. Dungaree. Yeah. Which, is Dungaree just Big Bungus? Pretty much. Yep. It, it's Big Butt. It's the same thing as uh, Shieldfisher, mm-hmm. uh, which is fine. Highlander, uh, you know, DI No uh, Life King shenanigans. Yeah, Murakumo. This deck just keeps Shiryuki. showing up. Yeah, that Shiryuki deck's pretty scary. Yeah, yeah. and then of course, and uh, Deer Chron- and one Deer Chronicle, which I believe is the Mystery Flare double turn, right? Because uh, yeah, that's so. it in the in the graphic there. But yeah, and uh, then the Gear Cro- the Gear Chronicle one in NA was like some sort of Steam Maiden list. I th- no, it wasn't. Might be. Um, oh, no, it was a Steam Maiden list. And then lastly, I just, I, I love this so much. Uh, this is the top eight for Asia Oceana is eight different decks. <laughs> Look at this. DI, Magic Colony, Spikes, Bermuda, Pale Moon, Grand Blue, Aqua Force, OTT. Yep. Damn. <laughs> so there's Shield Fisher again for Magic Colony. Um, I notice uh, Thavas uh, and Susano eat their way into top eight, but I just love then it looks like the movie poster for Love Actually. That's... Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, like, coming away from this, it seems like consistent representation was Narukami, although that one actually has different variants. So, like, Vanquisher, uh, what's his Eradicator. And, and, like, Eradicators all saw it. I think for NA, we had Vank and Eradicator based on the Fuzzy Paradox pie chart. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's good in terms of like the meta being balanced, but again, mm-hmm. just like over and over on stream, you had like the OTs deciding games. Um, How done was everyone when they were like, whenever it came up? Like Outer Orange and Tie Fighter were doing the the North America one, and they were just like, gross. Like even even Tie Fighter's mustache was getting tired, and that mustache <laughs> never gets tired. So, yeah. mm. speaking of but, tired. Yeah, uh, we, we should probably wrap this up. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, Patreon.com slash Nexus at Night support the show. We got merch. We got playmats. Nexus at Night on Twitter or Instagram. How about the rest of us? You can find me on Twitter at Wiggins2G2Zs. You can find me at Plasma Eclipse. Find me at Atlas Novak, Twitter, Instagram, or follow my other show at Generation Dan on Twitter or Generation underscore Dan on Instagram. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Until next time, I was Atlas. I'm tired. I'm Root Beer. And have a good night, everybody.